Welcome everybody to the MCW cast. This is episode number 26. My name is Brent Taring. I'm joined by a lovely crew here, as usual, since the debut, since numero uno, <laughs> and she's lasted 20, 26 weeks. Just I like am. just like a woman to hang in there. Somebody's got to do the hard work. I'm Tara. <laughs> lovely Tara. And for the first time, we got Deacon Storm in the house, y'all. Deacon Storm in the house, filling in, the, in for Danny. In the hizzy for shizzy. Yeah, and Will <laughs> Smith. And I, I myself am filling in for uh, for Larry, Larry Phillips, Larry Legend. Larry Legends, yeah. Larry the Legend, um, sweet, sweet Larry. So uh, anyway, um, want to pitch it to Tara here to do the heavy lifting and talk about what platforms you can catch us on because I am not going to learn that. All right. <laughs> I barely learned it. But before I do that, I want to say for those of us, for those of you listening, if you don't already know, this is our commentary team here that we are sitting oh. with, Deacon Storm and Brent Tearing. Those are the voices that you hear on our recorded events. Uh, if you've been checking out the three episodes of Breakthrough that we yep. showed during this uh, coming back phase before we get ready for live events, that is, those are the voices you hear. So just a, thank you that. so much for oh, that. Yeah. It's important to know, I think, to match the faces to the voices. Right. Yeah. Um, MCW's got a rich commentary history of Tim Rowe and Jack Adonis. And uh, now you got Deacon Storm and Brent Terry. That's it, man. <laughs> I mean, and, and I mean, about a time. I, I, I did commentary. You did too. Yeah. 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 I know, I know, I know, I know. It's, it's, it's like. Well, we cannot talk about that because that was not something I did well at. We don't want to talk. We don't want to no. see. I was, okay. So um, anyway, we're. No we, anyway. We, we are here now, and right. uh, we thank you for uh, letting us into your households and yeah. and your YouTubes and your internets. And if you're listening, um, not watching us, you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Breaker, CastBox, and there's probably a lot more, but I don't actually have time to Good. listen to podcasts. That's a lot of places podcasts. to hear my voice. And here. you can watch us um, on YouTube, Twitch, Twitch, yeah. Twitch. Twitch. <laughs> Okay, it's a one-syllable word, right? You're twitching. <laughs> <laughs> Just making sure. And right. last but not least, we could not do this without our coffee club supporters. So if you want to throw some coffee money our way, it is greatly appreciated. As Larry likes to say, we're switching to iced coffee now because it is hot in here. And um, you can do that at buymeacoffee.com MCW cast. Uh, do it dragon fruit refreshers count? As coffee? I mean, it's I mean, like Starbucks. That? Well, did Starbucks get, sells them. So are you I mean, getting that like for your mom or your daughter? Are you kidding me? Like your sister? You know me. You know how I drink. <laughs> oh, you know I, know. I drink. It can no. be whether it's whether it's sober or not sober. You better put an umbrella and it better be some I know. tropical fruit. It better fruit be there. fruity. That's I, right. Oh, oh now wait a second. Hold on. You like your fruity drinks? Yes. <laughs> and it is your birthday, isn't it? It is my birthday. Happy birthday! Thank huh? you. Thank you, Brent. Hey, listen, listen. <laughs> And a one, and a two, and moving on. Yep, okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's <laughs> perfect. <laughs> now, last week we were joined in studio by Ryo. Ryo. Uh, it's great to have him Expand in Expand your mind. Yeah, he was expanding it. And you know what? He's expanding his career. He is working all over the place defending that IOCW title. And um... the open challenge. Wait, don't, you forgot international. Inter Inter international. International. The International Open Challenge Championship? World Championship. World Championship. World Championship. International and World. In the same like, description. That's, it's a bit, like, redundant. Well, no. <laughs> no? That would account for global. any of... Any international and global. And maybe extraterrestrial. So, natural... So okay. So, I the mean, national... We have, we... I don't know. You're not... 
I'm going to talk to him about that. All right, we'll, we'll have to work on the <laughs> but semantics Ryu's later. Ryu's doing great. <laughs> yeah, he is. His yeah. career's moving along, and yes, uh, yes. he's young, he's hungry, and uh, he gets to it, man. He doesn't wait for things to happen. Yeah. He makes things happen. And if you want to watch some of Ryo's matches, uh, we've got lots of them up on our YouTube channel. In addition, you can also check out our Flashback Friday. This week, it is Drolix versus Matt Taven, uh, all the way back to 2014 anniversary. So you can check out Ryo's matches on there, lots of our MCW stars, and also that Flashback Friday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty cool. Uh, I know we recently called a Drolix match on Breakthrough yes. with... Uh, his self first Miles Hawkins, I believe, is one of the hot graduates out of here, the MCW Pro Wrestling Training Center. And listen, if you are local or even if you're not, even if you're around the way or far away and looking for a great place to train, there's no place better than right here in Maryland at the MCW Pro Wrestling Training Center. Some of the biggest names, uh, past and present, have come out of here, and it's just a great, mm -hmm. solid training, great, solid crew. Um I forget where I was going with that. It's, well, I want to jump on that for a second and say, you know, while we have not had live shows in a year and a half, what we have done is put through a lot of training center students. I think we've had something like 60 or something in the last yeah, year sign up. So, you know, we've not just been resting our laurels here. We've been out there preparing for shows, getting new students ready. So when we welcome fans back into the arena on Saturday, July 24th, Ooh. tickets are still available. You can yeah, go to mcwprowrestling.com and pick up fast. those tickets. Cannot wait. Yep. Can't wait. That's right. So we have not been sitting in the soundproof room for 18 months. We have <laughs> been doing things. We have been, we uh, have been doing lots yeah. of things. So we got lots in store for you coming up in this upcoming season. We're putting a lot of shows together, and we'll have those dates posted shortly. But, yeah, right now we're just getting ready for that July 24th show. It'll uh, be Resurrection. Great. Yeah. Resurrection. We, we return again. 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 And again, again. The <laughs> we've, sequel, we've had a couple sequel. of resurrection shows. That, that so. phoenix goes to sleep and rises. It just keeps rising over well, and over well, and over Well, that's what again. they do. They come back from ashes. That's the whole myth of a phoenix. So Prove it. No, it's a kidding. myth. I just said. It's you, a myth. Have you not read Harry Potter? No. Not read it? I'm or not watched it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an adult man. I'm sorry. No, no offense. I'm reading it's it right great. now. It's I'm great. It is great. It is great. For like the fourth time. No, it is. It is. I'm okay. just Well, okay. Watch the movies. All right. Yes, the movies are great. See? Thank you. And the, the phoenix in that movie is, is Fox. And he comes back. You know, this from ashes. This That's the true. whole story of it. Okay. okay. I, I, I believe you now. I believe you. I, believe, I don't want to argue about it. But um, yeah, definitely not about Harry Potter, though. Like, no. I no. have strong opinions about Harry Potter. I'm starting to learn that. It's my first time here. Well, I have a Harry Potter tattoo, tattoo? on my arm. Let me see that. It's what a is quote. It? It's a quote. It's What's the quote? Serious Black. Um, said what did you say? Serious yeah. Black. That's the guy's name. It's Harry Potter's Godfather. Oh. Okay. All right. He said, "The ones that love us never really leave us." And I got it in That's memory of my grandfather. That's very nice. Yeah. I like that. It's my subtle Harry Potter. Just like my, <laughs> subtle, <laughs> my subtle has, has ultimate double. warrior uh, <laughs> reference here on my arm. And what's that? I got it. says, in the clouds, always believe. <laughs> 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 well, um, <laughs> something about uh, always believing and the MCW Pro Wrestling Training Center coming together. I mm -hmm. think uh, we can talk a little bit about. Our guest this week. That's right. He is a graduate from he is. our. Once upon a time. Yeah. yeah. And uh, um, do you guys have any glasses since we're talking about drinks? Because I want to pour one. Oh, I don't think that's for you. 
You can't I drink on this job. Oh, yeah. I told you that's, that. That's, no. the, that's the good stuff, but we got some rail bottles in the back. Some of course. Rail tequila for well, you. I mean. Yeah. It's your birthday. Oh, no, wait. Party yeah. like it's We've your birthday. got White Claw. Where? <laughs> you tell me about that. Look, that's like a perfect night for me. Rail drinks, White Claw, carry me out of the building. Mm. Hey, well, That's I got, a Deacon Storm party right there. I got somebody <laughs> to carry you out if you act up, and uh, he's our guest. He's the former MCW heavyweight champion, like, a few times over. Mm-hmm. He was almost the longest reigning MCW champion. So close. So close. His name is Mr. Dante Caballero, and uh, I believe he will be joining us in just a few moments here on the MCW cast. So El Jefe. Buckle right. in. Light them up if you have them. Pour them out if you got them, and... Uh, Enjoy yourself as we come back with Dante Caballero right here next on the MCW cast. All right, everybody, welcome back to the MCW cast. I am Deacon Storm, joined by my broadcast partner, Brent Terring and Tara. But right here, we have El Jefe, the king, former MCW heavyweight, rage, tag team champion, almost Shamrock Cup winner. Almost. 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 Yeah. El Jefe himself, Dante Caballero. The big guy. Yeah. Big guy. How's it going, man? I'm doing pretty good. How about you guys? It's hot as it's hell. It's hot as a It's hot as hell. It's hot as a bug. I had, I had planned on, like, you know, dressing nice. You know how I am. Don't do like, it. But I couldn't yeah. do it. No, you know? no, no. I almost, I almost brought my suit game here, and I was yeah, like, nah, that ain't nah, happening. Nah, nah, you get the polo happen. today. I'm getting ready for the afterlife over here. I am just. I am verklempt. Thank you to our wonderful director over there. Thank you so much. Good guy, good guy. So, the sound of me drinking water. Excuse me, dead air. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, but I'm summer. gonna say it's warm, but I'm pretty used to this weather, you know. Oh, back so home, the, back the home tropics, is almost man. like this. You're from the island, as they call it in the yeah, biz, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, Isla. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you um, did you call it the island before you got here and and learned that that was kind of like a term within the industry? So no, but you know what's what's interesting is back home in Puerto Rico. Uh, so I'm from like the center of the island, right? And there's always you know the people that are like eh, normally richer you know high higher class right they normally tend to live in the metropolitan area like san juan bayamon that area so those people from that area guanabo san juan the metropolitan area like they tell that us that are from the other part of the island we're from the island you're from the island we're from the island but i always say like so you guys are from the continent of puerto rico (laughs) you know what i mean like you're like 30 minutes from where i live what's happening here it's it's just a degree of separation yeah just because right you know right interesting in your description i'm sorry you know yeah in your description i always imagine like they're all their houses are like six stories and they just wear all white yeah yeah and the fedora around it's always in you know high class you know so you are from the center of the island. Yeah. Um, and let's talk about like growing up in Puerto Rico. I mean, it's 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 similar similarities, differences. What did you experience? What was life like as a child? For so uh, so before that, just so uh, you know, so my parents they met each other at Penn State University, okay, in State College. Oh, okay. And so I was born actually at State College. Okay. Oh, wow. And then. Right quickly afterwards, uh, my parents decided, oh, they graduated from college and they moved back, back mm-hmm. Puerto Rico. Back to Puerto Rico. So that's why, I think that's why maybe luckily I speak English like this, you right. know what I mean? Because I learned almost English at the same time as I did Spanish. Mm-hmm. Uh, but growing up, to be honest, I want to say it's really similar to maybe... 
maybe Florida people relate to it a lot. Because that's I, really Americanized. I put in my Florida time. Okay. You know, yeah. It, yeah. it's really Americanized. Yeah, the people all speak Spanish, but I don't think anybody doesn't understand English. Right. They might choose because people get insecure about accents and this and that. Mm -hmm. But I always argue that I feel like Puerto Ricans are going to know more English than Americans know Spanish. You know what that's I mean? Okay. Yeah, I can very accurate. That's very accurate. Yeah. Even if it's a little bit, you know. I mean, yeah, your day one here, I remember pretty pretty uh, close to that, you and your brother. Yeah. yeah. You guys were mm -hmm. completely fluent and, and i mean as comfortable as two people can be like their first week at a wrestling school of course yeah, yeah, yeah. you know it's which of terrifying. course it wasn't like i might have looked comfortable but i wasn't you know like, i'm really good at faking right right yeah. right right uh so this was what back in 2016 when you came uh, here 2017, to mcw right? oh, no, no, 2015. 2015. Oh, wow. okay okay and oh, wow. then you made your debut in 2016, 2016 right yep. that's it okay yeah, so yeah, 2015 you land here in mcw now how did you get from puerto rico were there any stops along the way were you wrestling were you training so, yeah like uh so was i was legal what was legal? <laughs> <laughs> well don't get me wrong i don't know if what can't I, talk uh, about when it. i was training if it was like a legal facility but like no but uh so originally the plan was like i was gonna so my parents uh my dad he's in politics okay uh, yeah my grandfather he was a mayor for 18 years my he he died uh then my my dad pretty much like took up the mantle in a way mm -hmm. uh and also my mom has also been like former secretary of education in puerto rico so they've been involved in politics is this lo is this local politics of your uh the mayor of the town so, you guys are from or is it another town so for example my dad mayor of my town okay but my mom she was secretary of education of the whole country of puerto rico oh wow yeah so she wow. was overseeing like you know all the school programs sure and, and all that stuff uh so you know like of course but that's that's my parents, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like accomplishments. And of course mm -hmm. they wanted me to like, kind of like follow in their footsteps in a way. So I, you know, studied, went to college. Uh, I graduated from biology. I was planning on being a doctor. But to be honest, I've always been a fan of wrestling. Uh, and my love of wrestling comes from family as well. Because my grandma would always tell me that I would remind her of her mom, my great grandmother. Because, number one, we apparently have the same hair. Okay. You do have uh, wonderful hair. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Uh, apparently, we have the same mole right, in the same exact place. <laughs> and we both loved wrestling. Wow. Uh, my gra Apparently, my great-grandmother, she was, like, Carlos Colon's number one fan. Like, she would be wow. that lady that was in the rocking chair, like, selling the punches with Carlos, giving them oh, right there every week. Every That's week. So every awesome. week. You know, like, if something wow. would happen to Carlos, she was going to try to jump the guardrail, you know? What I mean? <laughs> it's... Uh, it's a different ball game yeah, there, it's right? It's cultural. Like, yeah. We can't, uh, it's tough to relate. Like, um, wrestling is Americana here in the United States, but in Puerto Rico, there is a, there's a type, it's it, it's like Memphis wrestling around this country is, a, there's mm -hmm. what we call gaga. It's a lot mm -hmm. of, whoa, and gimmicks, and ha-ha, uh, and, and things like that. But Puerto Rico is has a reputation. Yeah. It loves blood and guts. Yep. Like, that's the rep of the island. Is that your experience? Would you say that's the absolute truth? Uh, so, uh, yeah, so we, back home, we would say puño y pata, which is punches and kicks. P punches yeah. and kicks. Yeah, okay. like, uh, that's what we want to okay. see. Punches and kicks. You know what I mean? Yeah. It doesn't matter. I don't, like, we didn't care if it's clean, not clean. It doesn't matter. Like a fight. Uh, exactly. Like, and, and you can see a couple, like, the... 2005-ish IWA, you know, the Savio Ren company, yep. right? Yep. Like, uh, 
Casey James. Yeah, like yeah. Uh, Ricky Banderas and all yep. those guys, you know, they were like, Apollo. you know, bats and mm-hmm. this and that, like, and, and I don't know, like, it was always like, so for us, it's, it's cultural, like in, in, in reggaeton music, you're going to hear about Carlos Colon, Abdullah the Butcher and stuff like that, you know, like, uh, it's almost ingrained. Uh, so that's why I always had that love with me. And so even though I was like studying and stuff, I never felt passionate. Okay. Uh, it was almost like I was going through the motions in a way. Oh. Uh, and I was doing what I was supposed to do, right? right? Which you're supposed to get good grades, you know, get a good job, mm-hmm. uh, get a, you know, meet a nice girl, nice boy, nice partner. Whatever. Uh, yeah. Find a nice place and then wait to die. <laughs> I don't know what to like. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, there's stuff that, that happens in between. But like, yeah, there's a path you're supposed to follow, right? Yeah, but like I just uh, I don't know. I I never. And then of course you could always argue. Yeah, but didn't you want to like follow like on your dad and your grandfather's footsteps and all that stuff? And to be honest, like uh, I didn't because I don't know. I felt and selfishly I felt like I've always was meant for something, mm-hmm. and it not necessarily means that it's following somebody else's legacy. Sure. I mean, like, it's it's a weird thing. Like, and I don't know if it's generational or cultural, but that we come from a lot of individualistic mentality of mm-hmm. like, yeah. we're going to do our own thing. We yeah. want like we're we want to carve our own path as opposed to in the past. A lot of times you inherit the hardware store or, you, yeah. you know what I mean? And and there's a lot of honor in that. And um, like honoring past generations. But I don't know if that's a new thing. I, I'm not I think the it's guy a cultural to talk about thing. It. I yeah. think that that's yeah. something that, you know, other you know, societies might be more prone to do. I mean, just even the way like this country overall approaches like our aging parents or something, mm-hmm. for example, you know, that we we have homes for them, but sure. not our homes. Right. And yeah. like that doesn't happen in other countries. Yeah. You yeah. know, <laughs> well, yeah, they, they like my grandma's the matriarch or the family. You know right. What I mean? Right. Yeah. We like, will live at homes and she will come visit us. It's not the opposite way. Exactly. You know? exactly. <laughs> like, that's, she's the one. You know? Yeah. It, it's it's just a different thing. It's just a so different thing. It, it is. So, it so, uh, is. so Dante, so you grew up the son of a mayor. Mm-hmm. And you had all this, uh, like, you know, your, you say your mother was secretary of education. Did that make things uh, difficult for you growing up uh, as far as, like, you know, because you're, you're looked at kind of like a golden child because your father's mm-hmm. a mayor. So it's like, was that, was that, like, a problem for you when you were little? So, yeah, yes, but I think uh, it has helped me now. Okay. Uh, just because no matter what I did, it was always because of where I was from, who my parents were. Uh, pretty much no matter what I had accomplished, it was because somebody had accomplished something before me. Okay. So uh, I started, for example, working at a bakery shop at 15 years old because I wanted to make my own money because I didn't mm-hmm. want to ask for money. But of, And, yes, the reason why I got that job was because of connections. Like, my dad got me that job, right? Yeah. <laughs> but I was still there at 5 a.m. on my own working sure. this and that. So regardless of what would happen, it would always be – yeah, you're daddy's boy, this and that. Right. So the expectation was always there, but you tried your your best to try to break through yeah, that. Yeah, like I would, through. like, at wherever I was, I'm going to be the hardest working guy, so you cannot say that. Yeah. And if you want to say that, it's because you're being petty and bitter. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then, so I felt that helped me because uh, when I am when I got here, I kind of felt the same way. Like, uh, I'm going to I'm gonna outwork everybody two or three times just because I have to. Well, I've been used to it. Mm -hmm. at the same time and no matter what nobody's gonna say and to be honest that's what i loved about wrestling that no matter what nothing was going to be given Mm -hmm. and and i noticed that from day one when i got here especially like with bruiser and stuff i knew 
nothing was going to be given to me. If anything, it was, I would have to crawl and like earn it the hard way, you know, the bad way, you know? Yeah. So like, yeah. And so I you, appreciate that. You, you had know? some training before you got here though, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so right. Okay. When I was in college, uh, not passionate about what I was uh, studying at, you know, these situations back home, uh, since wrestling is like I said, cultural, it's really hard to get into. Like right. it's really protected. Yeah. Uh, you need to actually be the friend of somebody that was maybe in the Involved. business. Mm-hmm. Yes. And if they feel that you can provide something to the business, that's when you'll get in. But if you know, you just don't get the knock no, no, on the no. door. You and don't say, get to like, oh, let me try this out Saturday. No, 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 right. that doesn't happen. <laughs> right. No, it doesn't happen. So, and, and that's and that's kind of a beautiful thing, right? Yes. I yes, I agree with you one thousand percent. Cause, dude, like uh, those stories about how like Hulk Hogan apparently got his like leg broken the first day, yeah. and it was like, oh, let's see if he comes back, and he came back. So I didn't get my leg broken, but the first day that I was there, I was definitely thrown from the top rope. You know what yeah. I mean? How like, bad do you want it? Body drop. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it was like, well. You know, Ric Flair did this at 50-something, landed on the city. (laughs) (laughs) How bad can that be? It was terrible. It was terrible. Especially landing on your hip and not, like, how you're supposed to. So they did, like, they were pretty rough. I'm not going to say, like, I learned either psychology, either a right hold. uh, Mm -hmm. Hey, not even throwing a good punch. You know what I mean? But if anything, they definitely, like, they definitely were, like, a... Respect is the most important thing, right? And then the second thing is I was not scared of taking bumps. There it is. You know <laughs> what I mean? At least that's the thing that I learned yeah. there. And it was uh, at a place called Puerto Rico Latin Wrestling. And it was like a cousin of a friend of a cousin. And, <laughs> you know, I was like a decent size, you know. In Puerto Rico, everybody's around 5'7", five, 5'6", five, you know. I'm six feet. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it was yeah. like, okay, let's. And I kept going back. Uh, eventually i went to a better school which is a wrestler by the name of star roger mm-hmm. uh just to give him a plug because he's honestly a, a great professional wrestler a puerto rican wrestler and to be honest i was there only like two months three months and i tore my acl oh uh, and i was a little bit bitter because like I, I i got hurt and nobody like checked up on me like, at the same time i'm the rookie that was there two months and right. for argument reason they would have thought that i would have quit anyway right you know yeah, right let's right. be honest so uh, I was, you know, bitter, you know, the, what am I going to do? Uh, and to be honest, I, I kept feeling like that what I was studying wasn't going to be it. And I need to, like, And you're studying biology. Yeah. And I'm about to graduate. And okay. I don't know. Have you applied for med school? Have you done any of this? Yeah. MCATs. Yeah, yeah. Right? I, 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 I've been studying that summer before to take the, yeah, the MCAT, MCAT. and all yeah. that stuff. I've been applying all wow. that stuff, like. But the whole time I've been like, like the days are going away. Sure, you know, uh, and I just decided like, you know what? I'm just gonna like better myself. Fall, you know, just just go. go you know, uh, lucky for me, you know, uh, I had my girlfriend at the time, which I'm still with, and both of us wanted to like leave the country at that point to like just, hey, let's see what's out there. Uh, mm-hmm. There's an, a saying in a song in Puerto Rico that it says like, if you want to play in the big leagues, you got to go outside. Mm. and that's exactly what we had to do you know what i mean we wanted to like play in the big leagues so we had to go outside gotta go where the action is you know? man. so uh that's literally i started september 22nd 2016 i arrived in dc august 5th okay uh, wow. so i wow. moved and i was already i did my research i had i had looked up all the best schools at that point uh i had seen that leo was like 
on a roll. Mm-hmm. You know, I had seen all the reputation MCW had. And my brother, he had like been in a uh, training a little bit with Rambo. I know you guys talked yeah, about yeah. that with uh, Rajo last time. Uh, and afterwards, we were like, dude, I really want to do this, this and that. So luckily, my brother was here too. So we both started at MCW. Did he come over at the same time as you? Or No, he was here. He was already- uh, so he... He was smart enough to like uh, go to Penn State to study. Okay, <laughs> you know, he followed a little bit more like uh, the, the the path, the path, you know, in a way. So he was here for a minute now. Okay, uh, yeah, so I do miss that guy. Easy. I do miss that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's oh, great to be around. For, yeah. for those of you who yeah. who don't know, he was one of our Rock and Bowl Express yeah, members. The, the biggest uh, dude, so the biggest yes. dude of the Rock and Bowl. <laughs> Hilarious. Hilarious. One of my favorite gimmicks That's ever. That's right, because I, I, I remember. I remember the first time I met you. Yeah. And uh, it was you and your brother. And I was like, oh, man. I just had a feel, I had a weird feel. Like, you know, it's weird because sometimes when you see a new class of, uh, of uh, young guys and, mm-hmm. and wrestlers signing up, it's like you can kind of look around and go, okay, if they don't die and they don't quit, here's who's probably. Yeah. And then you'll get yeah. like two, two that'll surprise you. And, um, but like I had, a, I had, I was like, this guy's going to be fine. He's going to be fine. And, um, I was trying to talk to you about Puerto Rican wrestling. I remember I was like, this is, I'll, I'll try to be cool over here. <laughs> I talked to him about, I talk to him Cause I know a little bit about Puerto Rico just from, you know, a bunch of people wrestling over there. And, uh, um, yeah, so you just, you, you emanated, you, you played the confidence good, but Thank there you, was a humility you. to it. Now, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, you weren't like, it was, it was just my space. I'm confident in, you know, mm-hmm. and that and that that's something very. But I never important. wanted to like. Uh, I knew where I was. Sure. You know, like I knew I knew who I was. I wasn't, you know, just because I had taken bumps two months ago, that didn't mean anything. It doesn't right? mean anything. And I know right. this, you know. Um, right. So I know where I was. I know what I needed to do. I don't get me wrong. Like it's definitely like jarring at first, you know. Like I I graduated college already, so I felt like. I'm a little bit more of a man to be treated like this. Yes. And it's only because you're also with a, with maybe like an 18 year old guy, like next to you. Right. Yeah. And Six, like, we have 16 year olds. You know, like, yeah. and at that class, I did have a guy that was like 16? a kid. That kid. Was a yeah. 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 But I'm that's like, all ego too, right? Yeah, it is. It's all it ego. Because at the end of the day, like it's like nothing that was, Nobody's being disrespectful, right, honestly. Right. Let's, right. let's be honest. Like, yeah, it and it be, is like, kind of for your good at the end of the day, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And um, at the same time, we can't like I, I don't know. It was definitely maturing for me in a way. Like, it was helpful just to like eh, not take myself a little too seriously. Be right. like just confident. Like we're just like all like guys, and but we're pushing each other, right? Like we're just like trying to like r- like pretty much like uh, instill confidence in each other by threatening each other's position in a way. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. A lot of helping. Yeah. 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 Being competitive. It's always is, good stuff. It is and, very competitive. And you do start, like, though, bonding with those yeah. guys that you're training and hanging out with or carpooling with yeah. or whatever, yeah. and you kind of form that little group. Like, every training class has their little yeah. clique, you know? So mm-hmm. who was who was your group here at MCW? Uh, so the thing is that, like, uh, my group, my class started fading really quickly you know <laughs> it started like this peeling like, off flies, you know? uh and at first you know there's always a period that you have to like almost like earn it mm-hmm. in a way uh but luckily uh at this point uh aml was running a lot of shows back in north carolina and joe keys uh rob and ken dixon 
they pretty much like out of they went out of their way to let me know hey we have a show this weekend like uh if you just want to like carpool with us like uh you're welcome that's how it's done you know and mm -hmm. i was like yeah like i don't care like uh i'll drive this and like why because they're working i'm yeah. not working mm -hmm. you know so and you want to offer something too yeah right? like right. Uh, they're giving something. you they're reaching out to you let you me know, offer something. if not like i'm gonna stay awake yeah you know like uh try to provide something, something which yeah. i think uh this is something that like some guys need to learn a little bit more just because i've been in rise that it's like you're just gonna sit in the back and like fall asleep you know what yeah. i mean like i get it that you're maybe like sleepy and stuff like that like like uh i don't know like wake up wake up yeah. like, that was like told to me at phone yeah, breakers do, do not ever fall asleep and at the time you. i had an suv so i was i'll just drive you know i could fit yeah. seven guys in the back of my car yeah. so it was like but uh, it was, was absolutely no -no. told do not ever fall asleep like if yeah, you're the yeah. if you're the the rookie in the car or whatever you better no, not you have fall to be asleep like, like, just put music on do something <laughs> do right? something talk talk about whatever anything yeah i mean yep. i made that mistake my first year i got i got chopped so hard in the back Ooh, seat uh, and yeah. i was like oh okay yeah, that that's so that's what that means okay yeah, that... wake up all right guys. what did you have one too many white claws Ooh. Ooh. no white claw wasn't a thing yet <laughs> it wasn't a thing yet <laughs> what what i want to ask you dante um what was the reaction from your parents uh to be honest, disappointment. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to lie. Uh, and to be honest, I felt, man, it was a while till I felt like I was a disappointment. You know? Uh, now I kind of don't care. In a sure. Way. <laughs> uh, just because no matter what, I'm, I'm, I'm standing on my own two feet. I'm doing my thing. And, you know, win, lose, or draw, I'm, I'm dying on my sword. And I, I'm fine with that. Who you has know? to wake up at? Nobody else has to wake up, and put on your shoes, right? No, like, mm -hmm. and and like my brother is my brother who's now not wrestling anymore. Like, uh, he's the one that was like, dude, no matter where you are, you're living your dream. Mm -hmm. Not many people can say that. So important, no matter too. what position you are, That's so important. You still like remember that you're living your dream. Yeah, you're just maybe not exactly where you where what you know? <laughs> chapter in the dream or yeah, but yeah. you're already like in that tunnel yeah so that light is definitely there you know yep. so like uh that definitely puts it in perspective mm -hmm. uh but yeah at first it was definitely like like are you sure this and that and and at the end of the day i was like hey i'm graduating i'm, I'm leaving the country uh it's not like you guys have to like help me out or anything uh but now i feel i i definitely like earn respect in a way mm -hmm. uh because another thing i'm the younger brother uh, so that's another yeah. thing too you always like the younger brother is always like oh what is he gonna do this and that is he gonna and i felt like that helped me like i'm my own person in a way mm -hmm. yeah you know so uh i don't know now i feel a lot more confident now like even before it was it was almost hard to like visit home in a way yeah yeah just because, like, you know, the first year you're just training. So, so I have there's nothing an expectation. to provide. Right. right. Yeah. What have you been doing? I have nothing to right. show. Just getting beat up you know every day. Yeah. I mean, like, uh, like uh, I got a really good wrist lock that I can set. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, we got to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to hear more about you living the dream yeah, and definitely. some of the hurdles and successes you've been encountering since then. Yeah. So stay with us. And we'll be right back with Dante Caballero. All right, we are back with our special guest, Dante Caballero, former MCW heavyweight champion, tag team champion, and Rage TV champion. Yeah. So you're joining us here. You uh, were telling us before the break about mm -hmm. your journey from Puerto Rico to uh, Maryland to start training at the MCW Pro Wrestling Training Center. 
and you came here with your brother. Yeah. So when well, you, not with his brother. His well, brother no, was here. You came here with his girlfriend. You came yeah. here to MCW with your with your brother. Sorry. <laughs> and when you got here, did you, what was like the hardest thing for you to adapt from what you had learned with Puerto Rican wrestling, and then coming here to do like this style, this style of training, this style of working? Or did you expect something different, like? So I definitely expect uh, something different. Uh, if I'm being honest, I, I I don't know. Puerto Rico had a reputation, so I definitely didn't feel. You thought it'd be scary. I didn't feel unsafe. <laughs> unsafe. There was yeah. There. I felt. I felt like I was definitely in a legit facility, right? That like, right <laughs> where people aren't going to get murdered. Yeah. yeah no one's going to get stabbed yeah, down, no, down here. No. Like and don't get me wrong. It's not like that. Never right. like happened over there. But right. like at least for me. But, uh, <laughs> but it could get dicey but it, over but there. It could get dicey, yeah. right? And and like I said, like there's a lot more. Uh, it's a lot more. I don't want to say serious, but it, like it's a cultural thing. So it's defended differently than how it's defended here. So at least I didn't feel like I was going to get like physically beaten up here. You and know, left and in an alley. Left in a ditch. <laughs> yeah. right. you know, like and to I, beat a guy like you up, it's going to, it ain't going to be a fair it's fight. Gonna be a, oh yeah, yeah. it's going to be like gonna, five people. Gonna, to be honest, down. me and my brother were, were both like, hey man, like if anything happens, yeah. I got your back, you got mine. We're right. good, right? Yeah. Okay, we're good. Right. So like whenever and honestly we did have the, these conversations because yeah. we never know. You don't know. Right. Yeah. You don't know. We're going into like, you know, a room filled with like people that are you know what I mean? Everybody's trying to gain physical. This, everybody's trying to like earn this jersey at the end of the day. And yeah. there's only so many. Yeah. So like uh I can either take out my competition from the beginning or later on, but I gotta <laughs> take it out. You know, so, like, I love that. Uh, so at the beginning, that was the first thing, but I want to say the standards, the standards here were like night and day. Cause I went to a couple of shows back home and it's like, as, as much as it's like, you feel the realness with the punches and kickers, there's like sloppiness in terms of production, you know? Sure. <laughs> and it's not as organized. The show is scheduled at 630. It started at 830. Oh, you oh know, wow. Can like, you imagine yeah. if we did I don't that miss here? Those days. You know, there's oh an hour God. intermission that went like it's wild <laughs> yeah it's wild right yeah, so terrible. but here everything being so professional and i didn't expect it like at the indie level you know like so that was definitely like uh and don't get me wrong mcw is like crazy good yeah like, it's almost hard to compare it to even other indies so i went it was night and day man it, I, day. it, it felt like i was like, this is like wwe production level there was to, a, you know like there was a time though when the indie like mcw a lot of indies hadn't stepped up yeah. like it, it was in the past 10 years that indies yeah. have had to you've had to because yeah. people have access to so much now that if you're just putting up a black curtain and talking, you're not nope. you're not doing it nope. not if enough you're not, if you're putting on shows but not giving your main roster people a place to train and perfect themselves i mean if you just want these weekend warriors who just come out and you know work one show a month like you're gonna have a product that reflects that yeah absolutely you know, when you have other you know not just us obviously there are other places across the country that have you know a similar setup where they've got the whole facility they've got a gym they've got you know they're they're doing shows having training and stuff that makes a huge difference yeah, yeah. And speaking know? of speaking of production too not a lot of people know this but i actually filmed your very first promo yeah. and it was right when i it was the first night i was here really and we had to take two takes and in both takes he spit so much alcohol <laughs> just yeah because at the end he was still doing his spit thing and the first time he spit it directly at me and i was just like holding the camera like okay 
That's, that's, that's perfect. This is coming, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The second time you spit in the air, still got a little on me, but I was like, Dante, it's so nice to meet you. Yeah, <laughs> God. yeah. That's pretty good. Um, was there a, when you say it was like the, the, the production was up and, and, and better than what you kind of expected at an independent level, was there like a, when you knew that you were coming to uh, close to getting on shows mm -hmm. and, and making a debut, what was what did that look like? What did that feel like? What were you told? Because I'm sure people out there remember. They number number one, they don't know what it is to be in the wrestling business. They don't know what it is to be MCW heavyweight champ. But they definitely don't know what it is to be trained at a wrestling school and ready to be a performer on a, a platform. Like mm -hmm. that's a mini goal, right? Yeah. That was the goal to get on the shows. Definitely. Like, uh, and another thing that helped me back in Puerto Rico was that there was one of the shows that they had over there and. Back there, when you were starting to train, you would do the refereeing, right? Oh, uh, yeah. mm -hmm. And there was moments that, like, uh, there was one time wrestlers didn't show up, and it was like, oh, let's have the referees have a match. You know sure. what I mean? So I, I did have one of the worst matches <laughs> in history. <laughs> like, easily. Uh, I'll put it there. I'll nominate myself. Uh, so, yeah, I, I had one of the worst. So I wasn't scared about being in public. At least, uh, I always thought that, like, yeah, I'm going to be nervous here once the music starts or the I hit the curtain. You don't have time to be nervous. Mm -hmm. You don't have time to, like, freak out, do whatever it is that you would do to, I don't know, help yourself, I guess. It doesn't help. Mm -hmm. So that never, at least that wasn't a thing that would, like, hold me back. I think that what was, like, maybe harder for me is, like, yeah, I'm not scared of being out there, but who am I? You know, and that's definitely, like, when I was, like, trying to, like, find who Dante was. I went to in a transitional period, and, and Bruiser was, like, essential in that because uh, at first I was, like, really into, like, Sons of Anarchy, and I was, like, with my brother, and I was, like, oh, let's do, let's do Sons of Anarchy, and Bruiser's, like, how many tattoos do you have? <laughs> None? And I was, like, that ain't gonna work, man. <laughs> and I was, like, okay, I got it. So, like, uh, I kept, like, doing research, and at least for me, I feel like... Uh, I don't, I don't necessarily, yeah, I watch old wrestling because I love old wrestling and I love wrestling in general. But for, like, characters and this and that, I think more movies tend to, like, or shows or this and that tend to be really relatable. So Narcos was coming out at the time, the story of Pablo Escobar and this and that. So that's what I got for inspiration. And don't get me wrong, maybe Bruiser necessarily didn't know specifically that you, you know, were doing Narcos, like, but he oh, knew oh, what oh. you were shooting for. Exactly. Mm. And he was like, okay, I know what you're trying to do. Which is uh, important, right? Yeah, mm -hmm. and and he would help me. Okay, maybe do this, maybe do that, this and that, because all this is gonna cement what you're trying to portray, right? Which is that aura, that like vibe, that atmosphere, right? Right. Uh, so when it was time to like debut, uh, to be honest, I I uh, I don't love my first match here uh, against Joe Keys. I think uh, we could have done better, but at the same time, it's the first match. You know, you got to rip that Band-Aid open. You oh, got to yeah. see, like, after that, it was smooth sailing because I, I started, like, finding more uh, stuff. Uh, I don't know. You kind of start learning about yourself, and you're like, oh, actually, I'm more I'm more this, so I can do this. I'm mm -hmm. I'm more of this. And, and honestly, it takes time. It know? does. It, yeah. it takes time to find your voice, yeah. find, mm -hmm. get comfortable in your skin. Yeah. And you can't listen to everybody, can mm -hmm. you? Like, t talk to me about that. Like, I, I know a lot of people get bogged down on going to advice to everybody. 
but it's it's a whittle down process of finding whose advice works for you, correct? Mm -hmm. And it's and specific because maybe not the whole advice is something that you can get value out of, but there's something there that is definitely a gem. Right. So like, uh, I don't know. I've I, at least I don't have any problem listening to everybody because yeah. at the end of the day, like, okay, you you went out of your way to spend your time and attention, which is the most valuable thing that you have in life, and you spend that on me when you watch my match and now you even want to like take your time to tell me man i have no issue i'm gonna sit down and i'm gonna listen because again you spent you gave me that time sure uh, so you have something like it doesn't matter how minute it is that could help me or it could just help me think about something else and i can get into my own conclusions on my own well that's right. why I, that's why i also think the bad matches are very important because yeah. those those matches having a crappy match will really help you learn what not to do, what possibly worked in front of the crowd, and not just for the crowd, but just for yourself. Mm -hmm. Helping uh, transition and kind of perfect your wrestling style of what you want to do uh, when it comes to your character. So, as a stand-up, you know they say like the, to bomb, yeah, is the best learning experience. Like, yeah, and you know as stand-up when you're stand-up, if you're ever in a group of comics, they love to watch each other bomb. I don't think we like to watch. <laughs> Right. No, 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 no. Bad, try, try bad, it again. Awkward, try right. it again. <laughs> but uh, you know, I, I, I was just thinking, See, like, it depends on where it is. Okay, right, right. So, <laughs> you know, so like, if, for example, if a buddy of mine bombs in like a small show, show and oh my god, you're gonna it's die, gonna be right? awesome. Right, oh, right. man. The trip back is gonna be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> the whole ride just roasted. Nobody's falling asleep exactly. on that ride. Exactly. <laughs> and nobody, nobody saw it really. You know what right. I mean? Like maybe the 60, 70 people, like no opportunity there, lost. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're right. You're absolutely right. That is, that is true. I was just thinking, like, with the advice thing, um, a lot of guys, uh. There's there's a story and I can't remember who, but they went up to to Triple H and said, "Hey, what do you think of this thing?" And it was this thing he did in every match. He loved it. And Hunter's like, "I don't really like it." Well, now guess what, man? You can't do that anymore. <laughs> you ask him what he thought, you yeah. know. So I was just thinking, like, it can be sometimes because when you you put a different spin on it, sometimes when you ask people advice, they expect you to follow it, and other times, you know. You're like, I don't know if that... So that's all part of finding yourself, is Definitely. it not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and so how long did that take till you were like, man, I've, I, you're still finding it. Obviously. Yeah, I'm still there. I'm still trying to find myself in a way. Just because, like, for example, like, uh, during this whole pandemic and stuff, uh, you know, like, you end up maturing a little bit more. You end up, like, we have talked about this before. Sure. Like, once you start, like, almost, like, not caring as much, you end up, like, finding almost, like, a sweet spot. Yes. And I'm I, f I feel like I'm I'm getting there in a way uh just because of different like up and downs that that has happened. Uh So like I said like I I follow like and then it depends on some people have specialty in different stuff. So for example, Dean is really good with like character or like uh but I would go to maybe Rich to talk about like if I have a tag match, like he would like provide me like a good like maybe heat spot or something like a good mm -hmm. A moment right right because like that that's his specialty so like and so it's pretty much noticing like oh people are good at this this is this guy's good at that this right. guy's good at that like this, and mm -hmm. so that way you know what question to ask to certain people right uh because definitely you don't want to ask you know for argument's sake like uh <laughs> you know ultimate <laughs> warrior how to do you know chain <laughs> you know what right. i mean like <laughs> what are you doing right 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 absolutely uh, that's pretty funny <laughs> um so along the way, as you as you 
chugging along and and you know it's funny for me because i i moved to st pete florida for about five years so when i left you were a student and i came back you're dante caballero it's mm -hmm. a whole well i go wow man where this guy come from he you know um and i secretly said yeah i was right you know i knew it <laughs> um but once you started to hit your levels here in mcw what and, and got on shows here what became the goals then as, as you're progressing along uh, definitely like i wanted to be like uh when i started bruiser king mcbride Drolix, those were the main dudes uh so i wanted to just i at first my my goal was to be in that contention in that conversation in in matches against them uh because though like that is either going to get me to where i want to go which is going to be the championship uh face of the company like having the marquee name or definitely they are champions so that means they can help me learn on the way and how did they get there now so, had you ever watched mcw before coming to mcw i like, did not Honestly, I had not seen until I started doing research. Right. When I started doing research, like I want to say like a month or two before, that's when I started like looking up all the mm -hmm. archives, this and that, and old stuff. And that's when I knew like, oh, like uh, Mickey James came from here. Oh, Lita, this and that. Mm -hmm. like, mm -hmm. yeah. So like uh, yeah. that's when I started like, and, and that's another thing uh, that was different from Puerto Rico, like the structures of the matches here, you know, like it like, <laughs> you, you know can follow it. it. You know <laughs> what I mean? <laughs> There's a story <laughs> being told. Yeah, it's not like a random finish. <laughs> <you> know, like, <laughs> <laughs> like somebody maybe got hot in the middle bump that uh, like, well at least it feels real right <laughs> at least it was real but that's so funny because so so the, the yeah there there is a structure like even yeah. chris jericho i think he said something on i was listening to austin's uh or watching Austin's show he goes in wcw i didn't know what uh like um changing gears was in my heat like i had no idea of these things like you're sitting there going huh yeah like really <laughs> hmm so that that doesn't surprise and he me. had been in mexico and japan and all that did you scratch your head at that too you know, i was definitely like man like you were doing stuff you were you doing know? well <laughs> not knowing what the hell was going on or like telling a story i remember like for a while there when they say it's storytelling i think that kind of take can take a minute to get mm -hmm. like you're like what do you mean the story you're sitting down telling what are you talking about but it really the whole thing is storytelling like mm -hmm. Deacon and I are narrators yep. to the story that you guys are physically, yep. most of the time physically, mm -hmm. sometimes auditorily, but physically telling in that ring. And um, it's that's an important lesson for guys too. Like everything's a tool out there for the wrestlers, mm -hmm. the commentators, the yeah. ring. The backstage promos, the backstage your promos. little vignettes that you share out on social media and the months leading up to. Everything together. you can use yeah. it. Yeah. Use it. Exactly. Right? So, and especially in this competitive world where people are getting smart enough. I, I mean, I'd be surprised how many times, like, we can go up to guys and go, is there anything you want us to get? And they're like, they don't even know what that means. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, okay, like, well, my birthday's in June. Like, Right. Can, I, can I move the Tiger Driver 65? Yeah, yeah, all right, man. Come on. And I was like, why is it called that? Do you, do you love tigers? Yeah. You know I mean? And this is the first time I'm seeing it, so I'm yeah. going to know the name. Come on, yeah. bro. Um, really annoying. Yeah, yeah. Um, with, with, you know, I've always found it interesting, too, coming to MCW. Like, you hear the a lot of people like, well, if he's never uh, drawn money, what's he know about? But that's not true, man. There are a lot of great coaches out there who draw money like like they're they're they stayed 
their their passion was this is what I do um in addition to my real life. Yeah. I would say yeah. that's that's the best way to put it. Um it is my it's a part of my real life, but this is instead of instead of a hobby or anything, this is my this consumes my other life outside of work. Um that are great coaches. So you know and then some of the greatest names in the business couldn't coach or, or, no. or yeah. produce a wrestling class. Yeah. Right. Um, so how did you go about, like, was that just a feel? Because I know guys like Joey uh, Mercury started coming through, yep. and then, like, uh, so you knew he was a name, but, like, with RJ, the bruiser, did you just have that feel right away this guy? I goes? definitely had the, had the feeling. Because uh, uh, we have, we have an, ex, an expression back home, like, uh, uh, like it would, the translation would almost be, like, a, I might be I might be young, but I'm not dumb. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, seré joven no pendejo. Like, you know what I mean? So, like, I, at least I'm good at like keeping quiet, observing, and I'm I'm learning. You know what I mean? I'm like, so I noticed right away that what he was saying, like, number one, I had seen in people that were doing it right, like, uh, and so I would like, for example, he would teach maybe like a uh, heat. And maybe I would like, maybe he would recommend like, oh, look at this and this person. And I would go and I would see like, oh, this and that. So I could definitely say, okay, yeah, his resume stands. And not only that, but like seeing like Leo, seeing Patrick at the time that was also like about to yeah. be signed at that moment. Mm -hmm. Like I could tell, you know, and if not, I don't know, but because back home, because of the punches and kicks, moves were never that like big for me. In a sure. Way. Don't get me wrong. I enjoy you know the stunner the the rock bottom the aa like I, i'm a fan of moves and stuff but i was always just enthralled with the story the characters yeah. you know like uh back in the like they didn't have like classic five star ratings no. how, but i didn't care you know i i definitely didn't care i remember being mad when like the guy got hit in the bat in the back of the head when he was about to like get the guy that was like maybe like talking smack about him right uh back home they would do stuff like carlos colon is beating up buddy lindell and then like uh tourists would like call because there's a puerto rican dude uh, like, <laughs> yeah, like yeah, a beating up a white <laughs> dude. Oh and then like carlos colon would get put in jail yeah right and, and have then, to go through and, it and he cannot he cannot challenge Buddy Lindell, and then yeah. how he comes out literally with the same clothes he had when he was arrested. <laughs> you know what I mean? With it's the great. crowd, and you're like, oh my god! Like, and he's not gonna do. He's just gonna do punch, punch, maybe a cartwheel, touch his toes, and fire up. Right? Like, <laughs> what it doesn't have to it. do anything else. That's the place it. is just right. boom. They just wanted to see him. Yeah, and they, so, and they, yeah, the real, the real, the motion, the connection, right? And that's what Bruiser was like. Oh my, he's master of like. Yeah. He was always like facial expressions. Like you would be scared of him because. Yeah. I believe him, you know what I mean? So, like, <laughs> I, I definitely, like, uh, that was at least something that, like, uh, I got quickly in a way that was, like, okay, I don't need to focus that much. Like, it's okay if uh, my hip toss is this way. As long as I, like, you know, look menacing, this and that, I, like, I'm believable. Like, I'm I'm not, like, I am don't look cheap, how he right. would always <laughs> say, don't look cheap. Like, uh then that's what it is, right? That's the name yep. of the game. You yeah. just need yeah. to like suspend this belief for a second and I got you. you and know? there's a, and there's a lot of guys in the, the game now that are I mean they have, have been their moves like just consumed with the moves and consumed yeah. with um and to be honest it, it's sometimes the it fault works of, somewhere, sometimes and, maybe and but sometimes not really. people that are hiring like that in that so if the people that are hiring like that 
then the people that want the job are going to continue to do, do that, right? Right. So like, where's the paycheck coming from? Exactly. So <laughs> if Burger King wants me to do, you know, a Whopper, and I start doing Big Macs, I'm going to lose my job. Yeah. Exactly. That's the truth. So yeah, and but, now but I'm I, hungry. It, <laughs> <laughs> well, we have to take another quick break, but uh, when we come back, uh, we want to hear about what has happened since coming through the MCW Training Center and some of the places that you've traveled to and worked for and where you currently are working. So stay with us and we'll be right back. Yeah. All right, we are back here with Dante Caballero and the MCW cast. Real quick, we had a uh, change of plans here. Deacon Storm had to get up and go celebrate his birthday and have a few white, uh, white... White claws. claws. He went to get white claws. A few Let's white just claws. Say that. We are joined by John Rollins claws. here, our uh, one of our fantastic uh, production uh, hands, and um, also a noted wrestling and MCW historian. Yeah, uh, oh, just a little bit. <laughs> yeah, whenever oh. I say things on the podcast yeah. that make me sound smart, like what year something was, it's or like remember a guy. match, he's literally texting me and I'm reading it off my watch. I just want to say that I am the worst about dates, names, and places, yeah. and I will. Confused the hell out of everything. So John saves me and makes well, me look way smarter. Yeah, I don't. I'll own that. I'm smart about other things. Okay. <laughs> I just I can't remember dates at all. Do you ever. remember when Dante Caballero first won the MCW Heavyweight Title? Shamrock uh, Night Two. See what year? 2018. I don't know that. Like I, I'm just uh, <laughs> I'm just this jawline. There's nothing behind this. I'm an empty sold man. <laughs> In my defense, I've been here since like 2000, and all of it kind of blurs together. Let's yeah, just go true. with that, okay? This is true. Um, so we were talking before um, uh, Dante about kind of the training and everything else, and and at what point, like when you first went in there and faced rj the bruiser what did you uh what was good was that like a moment for you when you started facing your trainers you're like dang man i maybe made it here at least uh, so uh before that you mentioned that uh joey mercury came yes. in he started like training us and and again i learned a lot from him not mm -hmm. only so with bruiser i learned a lot about emotion this and that and uh with joey it was a lot more even just pay attention to like the cameras like, if you're the trying to tell the story, you need this camera to be here, and you want the cameraman to know, hey, in this moment, I need I need this this angle here, so I need to tell this story. Also, when this is happening, you also have to tell the commentator to put that story over in this way as well. So, Joey made me polish. understand and polish that, like, my segment, the whole segment is my responsibility. The whole segment from... Hey, if the guy that does the sound doesn't have my music, that's on me. That's not on the sound guy. Like right. at the end of the day, who's the one that wants to look good? Is it you or is it the sound guy? Right. So, everything—the cameraman, uh, commentators—it's your responsibility to let them know what you want to tell. Yep. So like that—that that helped me in that sense. And when he started doing that, he also started being in the shows. And uh, luckily, me and Joe Keys had the opportunity to be pretty much uh, under him. At this point, you're like his his lackeys or heaters. What was mm. when, when was that? When did it start? Yeah, when did it start? Autumn Armageddon, 2017. God dang, man. Yeah, I'm not gonna stop them. Yeah, nope. that's insane. <laughs> uh, 
And we well, also got to remember, I haven't been dropped on my head as much as, <laughs> as much people at this table. When did you come to MCW? Just out of curiosity. Right at the beginning of 2017. Okay, so you know all of this history way before you ever came here to actually train. So I'm going to throw that out there. I've had to go back and make sure I sure. know all the information. Sure. Okay. Man, we need you need one of these. I know everywhere. Yeah, every yeah. production you need. Honestly, you need yeah. a John Rollins, man. <laughs> um, so okay, so so. But the thing, what I was going at is that, like, so I started working with Bruiser as one of Joey's lackeys first. Okay. Right, so you guys were taking the beatings, taking the T-bones, exactly. Yeah, yep. stacking but, up. Yeah, I was with Joey at the same time. Right, yeah, it was so much fun, wasn't yes. it? But <laughs> what was best is like Joey and Bruiser are gonna be talking about what's going to happen and all we have to do is just sit there and what would get me mad sometimes in like other situations is like other guys would maybe be in the same position and they'll might be like be like talking to the side texting here maybe like joking around dude these guys are like Man, they're giving you a, a PhD session. They're gonna next level you. If you yes. laugh, Joey would look at you and say, "If you don't want to be here, you can leave." Yes, like it. it yeah. yeah. <laughs> so like just being there and seeing how they would like, uh, you know, put a match together, put a segment together. Hey, put the show completely together, because the show is also like a match, right? Like yep. it starts mm -hmm. here, it goes here, uh, and especially at that time, Joey was champion. So Joey was right doing the promos yep. in the beginning, mm. beat down in the middle. It's a very Joey heavy product. <laughs> yeah. It was. It he was. had his hand but, pretty much but, on but everything. He was, he, I mean, he's, he was brilliant in a lot of ways. Yes, it, right. Yeah. And, and and after that, like me, myself, and Joe went up. You know, you know uh, how to work TV now. Exactly. Right. And and even when we got to eventually to Ring of Honor, like uh, myself and Joe Keys, we have. We've had matches and we're like, hey, we're going to do this. Oh, remember, we got to talk about this here. We got to, like, tell the commentators what the kind of story we're trying to. So that was thanks to, mm -hmm. you know, the, the learning tree from Joey at the time. Right, right. You know, so uh, it was it was great. Of course, you know, when you're in the position, you're like, oh, man, my job is to get beat up. Uh, <laughs> right, like, right, right. My, my Am I ever gonna much, get out of this? Form? Exactly. You know, like, <laughs> I remember there was once uh, there was a uh, a steel cage match in Hollywood, yep. and I remember we had to like so. I remember the end of it. Joey was gonna be tied up in the ropes, and we had to like get into the cage, <laughs> and pretty much receive bruisers you know oh. like malice, you know, <laughs> honest, you know, uh, and then Joey was either gonna like. Uh, by hook or by crook, win or it was gonna turn around and Joey was still gonna lose. One, of, I don't remember exactly. Was that Hollywood that, or here? I think that was, was that was Hollywood. here. Okay. That was here. No, they had another. They had another steel cage in Hollywood. We were oh, okay, in the okay. match. Yeah. Don't remember. <laughs> See, I, Good lord. I just remember that, you got like, taken out by Bobby. Okay. I do. I definitely remember that. I just remember I was like, man, I gotta, I gotta like call that steel cage and how much time because also joey was like oh you got to be here demanded yeah right right you know i know I mean? oh hollywood i had the key that oh, right right like it was man we talked that over for yeah, like a two hours i mean like it was it was intense yeah. but, but every little detail mattered and that was the thing that was brilliant about it like all Crash the little course. things mm -hmm. that people didn't notice you know that were taking place and like with joey he was even setting the seeds for that and at the um meet and greet yeah. beforehand he would even say things like because i was out there with him he grabbed me he's like come on let's go do the meet and greet and i'm like oh boy and uh he's even like 
kind of setting the stage for later against RJ, you know, Bruiser, you know, just talking smack about him, yeah. you know, and made sure to have his table all the way away. And, you know, it, it, just, it was all of that. Just taking little digs, get, getting the fans even more on uh, Bruiser's side. Sure. And just, and heal, and not even just so much talking about Bruiser, but just healing the fans. Yeah. You know, like yeah. he being went a complete out. Being a real so, he, is, he is such an a when, Then yeah. when he came, we came they, out genuine later, hate. They really hated yeah. him, you know, and he he insulted, you know, special needs kids. Oh, like yeah, I'm not, all, I mean, I, the, I'm cringing. The, I'm just going, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, <laughs> he can't say that to these kids. Oh, please stop. Oh, I was working security at the time, and we had we got noticed like we got to complain, but we also got noticed like keep an eye on keep an eye on Joe, keep him safe. Yeah, these yeah. fans may try to get at him. Yeah, and, yeah. and that's that what made it so believable. Yeah. And in turn, it didn't just make him believable it made everybody you yeah. included so that then that, that gave us that that we were that same pieces yes. of crap yes. right yes. you know what i mean equally <laughs> yeah you're hanging out yeah, let's call them. it yeah. credibility yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah, yeah. And, so yeah. It, it's amazing i remember i remember those matches like uh i had fond memories just because <laughs> me and joe were both in the same so, spot is it's good because you're not just alone in an island by yourself so we we could like man like we're learning a lot, right? Yeah, like we it's could appreciate intense. the time, mm -hmm. you yeah. know. And you, you brought up a good point there too. Like the little thing, if one one of those dominoes doesn't fall, the mm -hmm. whole thing doesn't, right? So that's yep. why every little thing has to be right here at this time, right there. And you've seen it a thousand times executed, yeah, horribly. And it's like, yeah. why did that? Why didn't that work? Oh man, something came off flat. It's because something, usually something very minute mm -hmm. and very small wasn't made big enough right. or didn't get the right timing. Um, so that's great. So you talk about like being TV ready and starting uh, kind of, you go, that's how wrestling works, right? You, you accomplish these mini missions and you go, okay, I got my eye on the prize and you keep moving forward. Yep. Ring of Honor was the, is, next thing, is yeah. the next thing. And mm -hmm. uh, tell us a little bit about starting there and how it's going. Uh... So I'll tell you how it started, and I also have, uh, I think it's a good story. Okay. So I pretty much had been doing tryout matches, uh, tryout, like, camps, like, since, like, 2017. I remember the first time I went, it was, like, in Bristol, like, the whole day, like, no air conditioning in the summer. It was terrible, right? Uh, but it was the first time I had done, like, a tryout. Uh, they gave us good feedback. Of course, I was given a no. But it was definitely like a, a good experience, you know. Like uh, I had, I had conversations with like Jay Lethal. Like took me to the side. He's like, "Oh, you have a like, you speak Spanish like this, this and that. Like, it's good that you use that in your character." And so, like, it's good to like talk with people that have been to the game and been to the dance and like just hearing their version of what I've been doing, if it's good, bad, or indifferent. Uh, so thanks to that, I got another opportunity and. Uh, also, maybe because Joey was here training as well, I got yeah. that opportunity to be at another tryout, but this was going to be a tryout for the dojo. Uh, this was, if I'm not mistaken, summer of like 2018. Yep. Uh, so I we did the tryout, and luckily I got chosen to be at the dojo, right? So it, everything was good at, at the time. I don't. I know Brian Johnson had maybe started there, but uh, I don't think SOS had started yet. I think they came in the second class. Uh, I believe Dak Draper came in the next class, and we were like 
So what's funny, the story that I want to get to is that we're all training there. We've been there for a minute. And then, um, so they started uh, giving out contracts, right? And uh, they give everybody, uh, not everybody, but they give contracts out. And, and I wasn't one of the guys that were given a contract, right? And I've always been the kind of guy that like, hey, man, if I do something wrong, just tell me. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, or if I need something to improve, like, hurt my feelings, please. Like, right. for God's sake. Uh, so, uh, Gresham, he, he's the one that tells me, like, hey, man, like, uh, just in case the reason why you weren't, like, one of the reasons why you weren't, like, chosen this and that is because, uh, you know, some people say that you still don't look like an athlete. You know what I mean? You still, like, you still need some work to do. Body-wise, physically? Body -wise, physically, okay. physically. Uh, and that was uh, 2018. And did that hurt or at the time or did it? Yeah, it hurt. Okay. It hurt like, uh, but I promise you like, like not to curse, but yeah. I got to say it, that been happening again. Yeah. Like I promise you that. Yep. Uh, so after that, I, I've, I've been getting in the best shape of my life and it was thanks to that. Like, uh, like I appreciate Gresham just being like, uh, this real with me. Yeah. Hey, uh, this is and and I'm sure now is another thing that I need to work on my game, which is fine. Sure. Uh, and it's always a step that I need to like, m like I, I, you always have to better something in your game. Like your game is never going to be perfected, nope. and if it's perfected, it's going to not be perfect in a couple months because you got to change it. Yep. Right. Uh, so that was something that the Ring of Honor experience like uh, oh made made the almost the wrestling business real. Yeah, because it's a business at that you point, know, right? You it's, know, it's a business, uh, and it's competitive, and yeah, everybody says, yo, you're only competing with yourself. Yeah, sure. Right. Once you get that best version of yourself, put that against the best version of somebody, somebody else, else, and we'll see who's going to get the job. Boom. That's what it is. Right. Right. Uh, and don't get me wrong, I love everybody that got a contract. I never was like... Hey man, like uh, no, it's not. It's not, not a jealousy. Right. It's not jealousy. Right. You know, it's not that because, like, dude, I, I like SOS. I love those guys. I yeah. hope they get a million dollars tomorrow. Uh, but, but you want a million dollars. But too. I want a million dollars, <laughs> and I want to like have the condo right next to them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. So it's not personal jealousy. It's no, competitive jealousy. It's, competitive it's, not, jealousy. Well, je it's not jealousy at all. I wouldn't no, say no, it's no, competitive. No. Like jealousy is like I want what you have, mm -hmm. uh, right. and I don't want you to have it. That's yeah. what I see as jealousy. Way to like I don't want you, I don't want you to have it. I want it. Right. That's like a two-year-old mentality. You know, right. that's my toy. Gimme. Competition know? is. Hey, man, good for you. I'm glad you make it. But if it comes down to you and I, I'm dropping you. Yeah. Off. I'm dropping yeah. you. And it, like that, you're right. That's where it became real for it you. Became real. Yeah. yeah. That's so cool. Cause like, there's two types of people, right? There's the people who would hear that. Hear, man, you don't look like an athlete, and they'd go. You know, like, yeah. is he talking to me? Like, who like, is, and they yeah. get bitter, <laughs> and they they probably storm out and say, John Gresham's in it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they blame, right? They play the blame game. Or get to guys, work. There's guys like Dante who go, okay, I won't hear that again. Yeah. Now, how much of a, a thing is body image in Puerto Rico? So you had mentioned earlier about <laughs> most of the guys there are like 5'7", five, 5'8". Five, 
So Tobias is not that uh, <laughs> is not that promoted. You right, know right. I mean? That's like, what I'm yeah, saying. Like yeah. you know, so it's all about the know. punches and kicks. Sometimes somebody's dad looks like somebody that would knock you out. So if you look like somebody's dad, you look like somebody that knocks people out. You know what I mean? Like it's almost like. So you wouldn't have expected to hear that phrase in Puerto Rico, let's say, like, oh, you need to look like a wrestler. Like, you probably already looked like a wrestler. But like, you'd figure it out, wouldn't you? Because you know a lot of the guys that draw serious money. Boom. That's, that's where it's at. Right. Yeah. You got to look different. And, and, and if The main event definitely looks different than the rest of the card. Right. Yes. Right. Yeah, the referee versus referee match. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So you go where the action is. You got to, mm-hmm. you got to get, you got to, you know, I... It becomes a real in the sense like too. I remember when like, it got real for me like in developmental, going to developmental and seeing these guys, and I'm going, "Oh my god, this isn't a joke!" Like, yeah, six foot three ain't nothing here. It ain't nothing. This is Jurassic Park, uh, and I'm trying not to get eaten. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it, it's it's interesting that when that dynamic happens, and now that you have embraced that like you're one of the like you're, you're a head turner now you know and people see you work and it's even more so if they didn't look before that bell rings or they see you do the gimmick they do pay attention now have you you've seen that right yeah, you felt that. yeah because something that uh joy would say is uh or even i've heard it before the the is it the airport test the airport test vince Boom, vince there. wants that air he wants people to be breaking their necks yeah looking yeah, at the you. double take just you look, want the look, double take you, you look know? like you're somebody you exactly. got something going on and before i i didn't uh and like i looked like you know i looked in sh- in shape for somebody that had an accounting job you know sure. what i mean like <laughs> i looked like the jacked up dude that was in an office job right yeah but that that can't compete with what we're doing you know because again mm-hmm. Different. This is the big leagues, like I said. Yeah. Like this is not now. Yeah, I'm gonna be the best version of myself, la di da. But I'm gonna compare. I'm gonna now put that in the same vein with somebody else and see how that is, right? Yeah. Like, and my goal right now is that like, my goal to like now that I'm like in Ring of Honor, like I'm gonna be one of the best physiques in Ring of Honor. Mm-hmm. You know why? Because that's not gonna be the reason why I don't get somewhere. Right. That at least that check bark that that box is gonna be checked. Boom. Right. Let's work on something else. Right. Or let's let's. Or if I'm being like uh like petty, what is gonna be your excuse now? Mm-hmm. You know, like uh, and 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 you know, little little by little, you start like noticing that. And and luckily, um, I test stuff also with like friends that don't know wrestling or don't go ahead into wrestling or they they have like heard of it, right? And I sometimes like, oh, what do you think about this? What do you think about this? What do you think about? This? And you get honest answers. Yeah. You know, and definitely the person that Roman Reigns, how he looks. Come on, man. Yeah. Mm. Like just how he looks. It doesn't matter. I I haven't seen him wrestle. I haven't seen him talk. I just see him walk out to the ring, and I was like, oh. that's it. That was like you for know? last year's WrestleMania. That was WrestleMania for me. That entrance, I go, that's mm-hmm. it. I'm done. That's it. That's it. That's a wrap. Like you don't need to do anything. That's <laughs> right. that is the business. That's. There it is, like, and and I've heard, uh, I think it was maybe by Joey. The three things that you need is like uh, look, work, and promo, mm-hmm. right? So like that's that's one of the things that I that I'm my look, you know. I'm not I'm not gonna grow here, no, but I can grow here. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, uh, 
That's what he said. And, yeah. And, and, you know, and he speaks by experience because mm-hmm. he wasn't the tallest dude. No. And he was, he didn't, he didn't, he wasn't a body guy for no. a long time. Yeah. But no, he, I remember. <laughs> yeah. When he but, said, but when later, he but at the moment that he said it, he was. Right. right. So, like, it's also like, man, you're how much older than me, you know? Right. Like, like, so he definitely also, like, put that in perspective as to, like, and he also, like, told me, like, diets and stuff like that. Sure. And, and did you, you've been up to WWE before, right? Have I have you not. Have, you have not yet. I have not. No, okay. No. So, like, I mean, it, it's now, guys, in, in Ring of Honor, there's plenty of, but there's so many there that are, you know, they have the monster factory of just, like, five, seven foot guys, yeah. just mm-hmm. in case, because four of them are probably going to suck. Yeah. Right. And, you know, and then, but the average height, it's, it, but it's changing, too, because if you are um, under the six foot mark, gotta bring something yeah gotta bring something so uh i don't know it's just it's just interesting to see how the business has progressed Definitely. and but still what is it about it's would i pay money to see you am i gonna pay money to see you and what you do mm-hmm. and it's figuring that out that's yeah. the journey isn't it yeah you don't want to like nobody's gonna see their like their neighbor fighting their other neighbor right why right. you just go to the side and say like hey man he's talking smack about you you see what happens right you want to see somebody that you either want to be or you would have wanted to like be like or a fantasy you know it has to be bigger than life so i have to tell you this that we had a birthday party that you worked and um, okay. i've never told you this before but so <laughs> the debut of the story <laughs> so um we, you worked this birthday party and this little kid afterwards, I don't even remember which kid it was, but afterwards he has his friends around him. It's after the cake. We've done all that. He's got his friends around him and he's just like, the heavyweight champion was my tag team partner. And the <laughs> smile on his face and his little friends are like smacking him on the back and they're like, he was the best partner. <laughs> like, you know, like you guys were a real tag team. You know what I mean? And that's you awesome. made this kid feel a million feet tall that day, and they just were so excited. And you know, you you wore your whole attire. You know, the bull was even there that time. We had the drink. We had the, like the whole thing, the whole package, the sequins, yep. the you know, just everything. And it left such a memorable impression on that kid. And yeah, I'm sure at 3 a.m. So cool. I'll remember which kid it is. But um, you know, we've had hundreds of parties here. Yeah, but yeah, 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 I mean, and I'm sure you did that other times, too, that, like, I just didn't happen to overhear. Yeah, but, yeah, man, yeah. that kid just thought you awesome. were the best that's thing in the cool. whole entire world. You don't get many world. of those, right? No, like, no, no, no. Especially, like, I've normally been a heel. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah. So, normally, it's like, uh, I think now I understand why people say that heels are, like, nice people in reality. Just because when you get that one kid that is like, man. Come yeah. over here. Come yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I've been getting booed for the past two years. Exactly, you know? yeah. So. You're my best friend. I, so we've got some um, questions from our fans. We're going to okay. take another break. Okay. And when we get back, we're going to ask a couple of our fan questions and wrap things up. So yes. stay with us. All right, we are back with our guest, Dante Caballero. Uh, before we go to our fan questions, um, I want to give a special shout-out to our uh, to Jeff Storm, who was watching Breakthrough from the Dominican Republic. Get on out. Yeah, so thanks for watching. I hope that we converted you. He's a neighbor. Yeah. Oh, the DR and the PR. <laughs> Made you a fan of MCW. You know, He's Make sure you check out all three episodes of Breakthrough. If you have not, by the way, you can check that out um, on Facebook, YouTube, and uh yeah, it's a great show. I, I actually, breakthrough episode two, Dante and Eric Martin. I mean, these guys had a hell of a match. Mm-hmm. Uh, like you, 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 sometimes when you 
call wrestling, you you just forget that you're calling. You like mm-hmm. you just yeah. but like it's like when get, I'm in the match, I don't notice till I saw see right. It. And I was like, that was really like you guys when you hook the announcers, you're doing good because it's you know it can be old hat for a lot of announcers, but when you hook them, you go, damn, this is a good match. So you guys you guys really tore it up there, and that's that's kind of like what people have come to expect. It's a standard, right? Yeah, and, and it is. There it is. It yeah, is. And, and Eric Martin's a guy who also yeah. has been working on his physique, yeah. you know. And he like, he went from being like too... an in-shape kind of guy to being a wrestler. They look like two studs. Two yeah, studs in the ring. Sure. And like, I remember seeing that match afterwards because it was a time, right, before it came out. And when I saw that match, I was like, man, we're beating each other up. Man. Like, <laughs> you know? And I remember like, yeah, did I have like issues with my head afterwards? I don't remember. <laughs> Maybe that's part of it. Right. right? Like, I don't know. But yeah, like, uh, I love that match. It's a great match. Yeah, it really match. is. It really is. So uh, if you haven't gotten a chance, um, go through, uh, watch all the breakthroughs. That one's on episode yeah, two. There and are it's three the, of them. If you can't be on last, be on first. Yeah. There it Set is. the tone for the show. Yeah. yeah. That's right. And the show, again, is coming up July 24th. You can still get tickets. I know first and second row have been sold out pretty much from the day that tickets went on sale. And they're you know, going quick. Exactly. So, so but there's plenty of room. It. It'll be nice and toasty in here July 24th. And uh, we'll pack them in. So it'll be great to see our. It's gonna be a good show. <laughs> it is going to be a good show. You know, we always have a show in July because that's traditionally our Shamrock Cup. So we sure. kind of just know it's going to be hot in here. You know, it's it's it's. it's funny too like i think one of the things that like remember when we get you get to a show and it'd be like i don't know 100 people or 70 people like ah man wish there were more people like i wish there were 70 people man. like <laughs> the things we take for oh granted God, when yeah. you're without now right oh <laughs> yes you you You'd kill for some, like, just something. Give me something. Give me a really invested family. Give me just, a, really, just, a really invested Puerto Rican what, family. Yeah, just there give me just, yeah. just 10, yeah. you know, grandma, grandpa, just, just into it. Yeah. Just give them some alcohol before. Let them go. Let them go. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think the fans will be on fire that night. They've been deprived for a year Come and a half, out, so... I think they're going to be they're going to be uh, not going to disappoint, right? And, and I don't think the I don't think the 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 guys in the back and the girl girls in the back who have been waiting to perform in front of an mm-hmm. audience they are not going to let y'all down. Man. No. Saturday, July. 20th. I got I got the former heavyweight champ. This almost the almost. longest yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, two days shy. <laughs> just got. <laughs> no, no, you're just like just making me feel bad. You know, just... God. But uh. Yeah, so they're they're gonna leave it all out there in the ring, no doubt about it, and gonna be just as happy to see y'all as we are. Mm-hmm. And then you got El Jefe in one of the marquee matches. Yeah, that fatal four way. Oh yeah, main event. Main mm-hmm. event. It made as far as we're concerned. I don't, main event. I don't know. I don't know what else is, is gonna I top just, that. Yeah, I just it's, that's so why got, it's the main event. So you got <laughs> so you got Dante Caballero. Run it down for us, John. Dante Caballero, Brandon Scott, Kakoa, and Brian Johnson. All vying for that Rage Television Championship for the race yeah. for the for the title for the for the actual championship. So Leo Rush has vacated the the MCW Rage TV Championship, and um, he saw how big I was getting. Is that, he, he got a little <laughs> he got a little shook. Yeah, he was like, he said, "I'm gonna stay at home. I'm done. I'm good with that, yeah. bro. I'm good with that." Started singing. Uh, <laughs> um, that's gonna be a hell of a match. Uh, I mean, uh, Mecca Brian Johnson's one of my He's favorites in the game, man. He really is. So, and now you've held the Rage TV title before, and Brandon yeah. has too, right? Yep. Yeah. Okay. So, all right. So, it's hey, man. Same airspace. Can't 
we all can't exist there. Somebody's got to come no. out on top. But at the end of the day, I know nobody has like, I put in tour days every single day. You know what I mean? I work out 15 hours a week. Right. I know nobody else is going to be doing that in that match. Mm-hmm. I promise you I'm going to be the biggest, toughest, strongest dude in the match. Sure. I can tell you right now. That's awesome. That's you like know? that's how you have to I approach it. You. Yeah. That's how you have to approach it. I'm not going to say uh the most clever cuz the mecha is kind of crafty. He's crafty. I'm not going to lie. Well, you were but, you were MCW champion for 433 yeah, days. But, so. I, but, <laughs> but why? Because I can I can take notice to people that are like shady you know what i you mean you can read the room i can rec- read yeah. the room and i know what's happening here you <laughs> right know? and i know right. this guy's like has 10 plans you know plan a to plan z and none of them are gonna work you know but yeah uh, but he has them so all right i'm looking forward to that july 24th That's i think right. we all are buy tickets now at mcwprowrestling.com yes <laughs> Do it. right there click the link buy the tickets come check us out uh all right so we've got a couple of fan questions uh, number one, uh, what is the best piece of advice that you have been given in wrestling? Damn. I'm sorry. I might have, about, it might be a lot. We've covered we've been I mean, we did talk about advice, I know. But we didn't talk about what you, you talked about listening to advice, but, you know, and what to filter out. But what's the best little nugget that you've been given, kind uh, of? I want to say maybe, like, uh, no half measures, right? Like, uh, you got to go all in and everything. Uh, Bruiser would say that either match wise, character wise, and your segment, you got to go all in. Like, uh, nothing. And then if you're wrestling half ass, you can get hurt. You know, if, you, if you're doing the character half ass, people can see through it. They can see daylight through it. Uh, so I would just say, like, uh, man, it's hard because there's a lot of. Yeah, that's, that's really, but that's <laughs> really know. good advice. I mean, yeah, I, I, it's a lot. if I had to clip it down to a soundbite, it, it would be like. They won't tell me that a second time. Yeah. Well, that, you know? that, that, yeah, I, man. Because at the end of the day, you will fall. You yep. will fail. But you got to fall forward. Yep. Right? Like, uh, at the end of the day, that's what you got to do. Uh, so, yeah, like, learn from all the mistakes. If you're going to get into wrestling, like, show up in shape. You know, like, uh, at the end of the day, you're earning a jersey. You're trying to, like, fight for it. That's what it is. Uh, so be realistic. Yeah, look at yourself in the mirror. Would I yet pay money to see myself? And even if you're a different body type, this is an athletic, physical game. This yep. is not what you think it is, most people. So, yeah, be a professional athlete, basically. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Be like, a professional like, athlete. Like, like back home, this is a real thing. This is the, the, the sports of the thousand emotions. That's the translation in Puerto Rico. Oh, wow. So okay. it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a sport. You know, it's in the same vein as we have baseball, basketball. It's just a sport of the thousand emotions. So it's respected then. Like, that's a viable career option. Like, if you, you know, grow up as a little Puerto Rican kid, you tell your parents, I want to be a wrestler here, you know, and they're like, okay, good, you know. In the day, maybe not that much, but thanks to Bad Bunny wrestling at (laughs) WrestleMania, you know what I mean? Oh, you do a Bad Bunny then. Yes, you know. We were talking about this last week with with Ryo about just representation, turning on the TV and seeing somebody that looks like you or sounds like you or, you know, dresses like you is from the same town as you any little thing that you can connect with whether it's cultural or you know racial or gender or just you play the same video game mm-hmm. you know yeah. anything when i have when i was growing up i like everybody everybody falls off of wrestling the guy who brought me back was carlito yeah you know carlito mm-hmm. debuting in wwe i was like carlito carlos colon's carlos colon's kid 
Yeah. You know, like Carly uh, was up there. You know, and yeah. then I I felt like, you know, I felt like my grandma, and, like my great grandma in a way, because now I'm the guy that's like selling all of Carlito's stuff, how she was Carlos Colon back in the day. So it was mm-hmm. like, I don't know that. So again, representation. He was the one who brought me back. Mm-hmm. Which That's I remember, if I remember correctly, you said that was also a dream match of yours, correct? Yeah. That was my next yeah. question. Uh, I, I remember, I, actually, I remember actually, the interview. No, no, no. The, the, the fan who sent this in said dream opponent. So I'm dream sorry, opponent. that could be. That's one. That I, I remember, I remember okay. the interview that we conducted with you for MCW Unveiled. See, so I'm, that, I'm a, it's fresh in my mind. I'm not gonna lie, I'm a little bit disappointed that Danny isn't here because I was gonna politic that. You're gonna politic the Carlito match. I was gonna politic that literally during this interview. You can get it done. Uh, I can still do it. I know I'm doing it it now with the commentator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I'll We'll get it done. We'll get it done. We'll we'll nag a little bit. We'll get it done. Production. I got the commentator. (laughs) He's he's looking championship committee. There it is. (laughs) Right. I'll just I'll just type it up. I do the type. I'll just type it up. You know, put it on. Oh, you didn't know that was. I got some questions about that championship committee. It's a little shady. You ask me. Speaking of shady. Is there anybody, is, uh, I guess the other answer would be besides Carlito, but I guess whoever's drawing the most money? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> right. who's, who's championing the promotion that I'm working for? Yep. Yeah. Okay, valid. So, All right. Roosh? Roosh, <laughs> right, right. Um, and then the third question I have um, is when we return, uh, who are you looking to put in their place, have a feud with? Who are you looking to say, hey, Dante Caballero has not been sleeping these last 16 months? Uh, so it's unfortunate because one of my favorite matches here was against Leo, uh, mm-hmm. in Fredericks. You know when it was exactly? No, yes, no. Exactly the exact date. I remember it was Autumn Armageddon. <laughs> okay. okay, that's good. Okay. That's okay. that's good, good though. That's good. I mean, okay. if we're going for here, it was Seasons Beatings. Yeah. That was one of my favorite matches. See, so, like this guy. <laughs> so uh, Leo has been one of my favorite opponents, and uh, he was one of he was uh, man my. First big match, like name value, definitely. Not only a name value, but like work wise. Okay, because like, cause since I uh, was here and right when I started, he was like transitioning and going to like different places. He, yes, he was a name, but he was more like he's the top of the class. You got to step way. up your game. Yes, and I didn't know about it till like the the graphic came out. You know, <laughs> it's one of those like the graphic comes out. I go, I come to training the next time. <laughs> And everybody's just looking at me like, uh, what is he going to sell? You know what I mean? Like, it's like, oh, did you see the the match that you have this weekend? And it's like, yeah, man. Yeah, I'm getting pumped. I'm ready for you know? Yeah. And what was funny is that when I, I had a thousand ideas, uh, and I when I got there, I remember, I don't know if we can talk about finishes of matches and stuff, but hey. So I remember I had an idea, and I was like, dude, like, uh, I do the Rainmaker clothesline. You do the Spanish fly. I think you can turn that clothesline into a Spanish fly. He's like, dude, we don't have that much distance between us. It was like, it's a, it's a hip, t- hip toss. I just have to take a hip toss. toss. And I just, and I'm bigger than you, so I'll take you over. Don't worry about it. And he was so hesitant, this and that. And I didn't know. Dean tells me later on, but apparently he, he did not think that was gonna go <laughs> well. <at> well, all. <laughs> you know? but he, I was so insistent. On it that he was like, well, the kid wants to do it, so we'll do it. You know what I mean? Like, uh, but and because I know this because Dean told me. Uh, but the match goes off, this and that. That gets a big crazy pop for the finish. One, two, three, and after that, I felt like uh, Leo was like, man, this guy thing has uh, some ideas that yeah, uh, we're, we're on the same. Like, yeah. 
so that was definitely and of course he didn't have to listen to me and all that stuff he listened to all my ideas and and that was the one that i wanted to like die on everything else you can do whatever but come on man this is gonna be amazing and it was it was, and it big. was and it was and again credit to him for being like an amazing athlete you sure. know what i mean like it uh, takes two baby but yeah like it was so that was the one match that i wanted uh back if anything just because he had gone through his story i had grown to my own so i felt like i felt we could have had like a great either series of matches a great match a great feud you guys are eyeball uh, to eyeball yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. so like uh that was one that i that i wanted but uh if not to be honest like uh i had my eye on the shamrock okay i'm not mm. gonna lie all right. That's well, the only thing that I haven't done. In we will be putting the Shamrock back up. It will not be in July because <laughs> we we have resurrection, but look for the Shamrock in it's upcoming coming, months. So. Yeah. so, and I want to ask you too about um, the match from February 2019. Okay. So that, uh, that match uh, was against Bruiser. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't here. I was in Kenya, actually, so I missed it. But that wound up being his last match ever. Oh, wow. Um, mm-hmm. And he, we didn't know it. He was sick at the time. Very, I mean, really sick we just didn't know it he just thought that you know you'd beat him up so much in the match that he was you know experiencing a few more bumps and bruises getting up there in age or whatever and you know and then it didn't go away but how what looking back on it how does that sit in your mind like that's the last match he ever had and i'm sure he was proud that it was with you but for you how is it looking back on that one uh man i wish it wasn't uh i wish it wasn't his last match Mm -hmm. Uh, so yeah that's Man, but it's crazy. He he and I like uh, at the end when I was like uh, when, when I was pretty much having that feud with him as champion, this mm-hmm. and that. Like, I think the the biggest blessing that I had was like us just sitting down and being like, oh, so what we're we gonna do tonight? And what was crazy was like we would start talking, and it was talking like, oh, maybe we can do this. Uh, what about this? Yeah, yeah, that would be cool. And then like having like maybe the other guys like slowly but surely also creep in. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, and then like not that they were like also like giving ideas, but they also they just wanted to like hear what you guys were talking. Yeah, about. yeah. And and sure. you guys are the guys. Like, and I was like, oh man, like I felt like when I was hearing Joey and Bruiser mm-hmm. yeah. in a way, you know. And I'm not gonna put myself in no, that no, place because no, I'm it, not. But but, that, but in a lot of ways, he was passing the torch to you. you know, we just didn't we realize from both how much. Them, so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's I don't know. I remember that that specific thing happening in the. Is it the New Year's show in Perry Hall? Oh, um, yeah. New Year's the, Mayhem. Uh, New Year's Mayhem. Mm-hmm. I remember that because we were in the bleachers. I remember that was going to be, uh, my mom was going to be in town. She was going to be, she was going to see that match. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, it was maybe like the first match that she was going to see me wrestle in too uh, for MCW. Oh, wow. Uh, and I was, that was when Bruiser was also coming back to, to like. It was his uh, first match yeah, back. first match back. Mm-hmm. Uh so it was just a lot of like stuff happening, you know, as like two days after Christmas, this and that. Mm-hmm. So, and we we're just talking nonchalant about like, oh, that we're gonna do this, this and that. Like, oh yeah, like slowly uh, the, they start to the sh- yes, <laughs> you know. Right. And then we're just in the middle, and we're just talking. We pretty much booked the whole show, you know what I mean? Like, like right colleagues, right? Mm-hmm. Easy. Uh, and then of course, like that that uh, stairway to hell match. Like, uh, I knew it was gonna be gnarly because yeah. with bruiser that's what it is like you got to bring it like it, it don't get me wrong do he's gonna protect way. you yeah but he's not gonna like he will, take it easy on you yeah and he's not gonna put out something that would make either of you look no. bad 
And there was there was moments like uh, <laughs> I remember moments in the match, right? Like uh, for example, he was beating he was beating me up, right? He's beating me up, he's beating me up, and at one point we're finally like coming around after we went through the whole arena, uh, and I remember I put him like I lay him down the steps, and I got it, ch- and he had hit me easily like. 15, 20 times, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I maybe had gotten him, like, twice, <laughs> you know, let's be honest. So I just lay him down on the steps, and I just tell him, stay, and he's like, oh, I'm going to move, and I'm like, the hell you are? <laughs> <laughs> so I just, like, push him here and just gave him the biggest swing that I could. I was like, I'm going to get one in. I just need this one. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> You get one receipt, you're lucky, man. Was that before or after he hit you with the four chairs stacked? It could have been before. I think <laughs> it's probably before, so you had to get it your one before. in. Because I remember, That's like, great story. I remember he body slammed me like around the arena. Uh, <laughs> the, like, in, did her... he do the shh thing? Yeah. Oh yeah, he definitely did. Uh, I remember in match. I don't know if it was that one, but I remember there was like a false count anywhere match that we did once. And to be honest, I've never seen this before, and I've never seen it since. But he picked me up, he ran me into the wall, and he tried to pin me in the wall. <laughs> right? Count, count right? anywhere. That's crazy. And my shoulders were pinned. You know, so one, two, I kick out, but he drops me. You know what? Before you know what? Before the credits happen, I'm gonna put I'm gonna put this on there. That's fantastic. We're gonna have this on there. That's and, probably and, gonna oh, get wow. stolen. Yeah, right now, right? Yeah. Like, but I've never seen it, and I was like, oh it's man, genius. That's really if I remember, I think he actually yelled, "Count it, count it." Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's that kind of organic thing that just happens sometimes. You know, you just feel it. You realize. And that's that presence of mind to just be aware of what's going on at all times, you know. And that's called working. Yeah. (laughs) You know. So. Uh, All right. That's uh, it. That's that's, my question. That's what we got. Yeah. Um, Yeah. John, do you you have anything in in mind for the 24th or for the El Jefe? Um. Just give them a hell of a show. Hell of a show, buddy. Do you <laughs> oh, got anything do, for the Do bench? as you always do. Give them a hell of a show. No, man. Like, uh, uh, I feel like I'm in a in a different place. Definitely. Like, uh, I'm 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 tired of wasting time in a way. Uh, I I know now. I'm closer to knowing who I am and what I can provide and what I can be. Uh, so I definitely think that uh, this is gonna be maybe a second. Uh, a different chapter. Step up. Step up, definitely. Mm-hmm. definitely. Excellent. Because I feel more. I don't want to say angry. But Focus driven. But I feel like uh, I don't know. I feel like Michael Jordan in the Last Dance documentary. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I don't know. I I, I want to just take over the world. Yeah. You know. Well, you never know how long you have. So yeah, you have <laughs> to give it. You have to give it your be, best. Right? You, as you said, you're in the best shape of your life. You're gonna give them the best that best yeah. that you can. Well, if I'm betting on anyone um, active right now, I mean, I I put my money on you. Thank you. I put my yeah. money on you for sure. Uh, ladies and gentlemen. Well, uh, I, wa- I, wa- I forgot. I do have one more thing you to got say, one Brent. More thing? I'm sorry. I'm so no, sorry. Yeah. But. So one more thing. Uh, I know I said that we could buy tickets to July 24th at mcwprowrestling.com. We also have a local ticket outlet oh, we as do. well. Yes, at Hideaway Collectibles in Dundalk. Ooh. Grand opening was just last weekend. If you are looking for any kind of hard-to-find, unique collectibles uh, as far as wrestling goes, Funko Pops, you name it, Hideaway Collectibles has got what you're looking for. And not only that, they are a MCW ticket outlet. So you can go there. They have a website. They have a Facebook page. But, you know, if you're into that kind of thing, because you know what? You you might yeah. want to start stocking up on some of those recently released 
superstars and just kind of have them yeah. on hand because you know we like to bring people in so i'm just throwing exactly. that out there you might want to go check it out they so have you have them when you meet and greet and yep. come, come you gotta to, be uh, ready you, show. Show. you never know who's gonna pop you know, up as soon as somebody gets signed again then their price you know gets jacked up again so you might want to just think about that and you know pick up tickets to the you next know, show mcw always does surprises yeah you know, exactly exactly you so hideaway know. collectibles in dundalk for your mcw that's right on hollabird right up the street from jimmy's famous seafood so you can mm. double win Go pick up your collectibles, run down the street, and get a Bruiser Burger, and say hi to John, and not that John, John Minidakis. John Minidakis. <laughs> She's the best. She's the best. You see how she did that? Yeah. One-two punch? That's, I'm always that thinking. Good, man. <laughs> um, so we got El Jefe. Thank you so much for being here. Yeah, it's been a real pleasure. Yeah, you. uh, you're a gentleman and a scholar, and uh, one hell of a wrestler, man. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Meyer, John Rollins. My name's Brent Tearing. This has been the MCW Cast. We will see you and be right back here next week.